0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous, which is a space for us to talk about love. If it's the first time you're joining the show, somebody said, what is The Rendezvous? And really, it's, it's a place we get together. You call me, you tell me what's going on, we talk, uh, you tell me some love stories. I wanted, from the beginning, The Rendezvous to be a positive space in that universe of ours. Now, The Rendezvous show has a long history, almost eight years, and so, of course, the show has evolved. But the core of the show is really this unique, unique place to talk about relationships and to talk about love stories and about our love life, the ups and downs and the madness in which we are now. Uh, So if you have a question uh, for me, call 855-905-8255. The lines are open. If you have a doubt about what to do in your relationship, don't doubt anymore. Just just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Viviana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Tell me what's going on between you and your husband. How can I help you guys? Well, because of
0: um, everything that's going on in the world, my husband has kind of decided, sort of out of nowhere, that um, he suddenly wants to just move to the country. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've always lived in the city. We've been together a long time. And we've always lived in the city and um, kind of really in the thick of things. And now he says he wants to move to the middle of nowhere. He wants to live in the country. He wants to live a simple life. And I think that's crazy. I want to still live in the city. I want to be able to have things delivered to me. I want to be able to have resources. And he says, no, he wants to have land.
1: Yeah. Um, The thing, Viviana, in your favor is that right now, I mean, millions and millions and millions have cabin fever like your husband. People want to move out to the country. So I would not fight him on this. I would say just like this: "Uh Let's talk about it when all this is over. I'm not, you know, uh, let's let's just talk about it, you know, when this is over. Let's give ourselves time. Let him look on whatever he wants. But when all this is over, uh, even if it takes a while, I think a lot of people will also appreciate city life too. So instead of starting a fight, instead of just you know, headbutting about this with him, keep the peace in the house, say, oh, that's interesting, it's a, it's a good way to never say no, That, that's interesting, but what do you think? I don't know, uh, you know, le- it's interesting, let's talk about it in a while when, you know, it's actually a reality or not, we'll go from there, and you open the space for him to fantasize about it, but you don't commit to do it, okay? Okay. It's that. Like, it's a relief. Listen, I think all of us are going a bit cuckoo. So for him, it's that. For yeah. others, it's something else. I mean, I've been spending the last two two and a half months with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. Here, trust me. You know, I have also grandiose plans. But <laughs> that's because it's now. I say when we go back to normal, we'll see how it goes. So don't fight him. Just say interesting. Interesting is the best word to never have to say yes or no. It's interesting. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Viviana. Good luck to you and your husband. Be safe. Thank you. You got it. Have a good night. Good night, Simon. Now, let's talk a little more about how can we help each other to not go crazy. I mean, being supportive with the right words goes a long way. So let's talk about that next. If you're in a relationship or if you're married or in a partnership, you know there are times where you want to headbutt, you want to fight, you want to argue, you have crazy ideas – and it's shocking, you know, you go, got my, my partner saying this, You know, my last caller said, you know, her husband wants to move out of the city because of what's going on, and then go to the countryside and have freedom and go back to a normal lifestyle, and she was kind of worried, and I said to her, use the word interesting, right? That's one of the words, interesting. Another one that you can use to ease any form of fight is maybe. Never say yes, never say no when it's time to fight. Say maybe. That's interesting. Maybe we could think about it. The word maybe allows your partner to feel not rejected or dismissed, and it allows you not to commit. Maybe. I want to tell you how I've learned this, because this is a cool story. Somebody gave me that advice in a very specific context. So I'm going to tell you that personal story next. I think you'll like it. So where did I learn to use the word maybe in relationships? It's because in my 20s, I always wanted to be right. You know that default that so many of us have? We think we have to be right. If somebody contradicts us, it's like an electric shock. It just pisses us off. And I was one of those guys that if my girlfriend contradicted me, I would have to break her ears off with arguments after arguments. And I asked my therapist, and that's where it's coming from, what could I say? Um, to avoid arguments, as I know I'm, you know always trying to find one, start one, or you know, fight because I want to be right. And my shrink told me this word. He said, if you want to pass an idea that is not too aggressive that opens the door for conversation, don't say that's the way it is. It's maybe this or maybe that. okay? So please remember that great advice from my doctor said, yeah, my shrink back in France, Maybe opens the world for peace. Maybe something to use at the right time. You calls and your questions are next. Do you know the expression, sharing is caring? So if you want to share your love story or share a story of somebody who did something romantic for you or you did something romantic, please call this show. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Letitia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have... A very romantic boyfriend?
2: Yes. He was so sweet. Um, we've been home for, it's been, what, like two months now. And yeah. my roots of my hair just were like screaming at me to be done. Mm-hmm. And I needed a pedicure so badly. And my boyfriend gave me like a spa day. He did my roots for me. And wow. he gave me a pedicure. <laughs> and it was very... wow. Yeah, well, it made me feel really, really good. Like that was just such a sweet, romantic thing to do. I think.
1: That, listen, you know, this is a great idea. That uh, while we are all, you know, kind of still on the lockdown for a while and all that, I think what he did is very, very sweet and caring. I think this is also a great way of appreciation of you and your femininity, and and I found it very inspiring. I mean, I'm single, so I have nobody I could do that with right now. Except my teddy bear, who doesn't need one, uh, Mr. <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> but but I think it's very inspirational to hear this. It's simple, it's sweet, it's romantic, and you loved it.
2: I loved it. I loved it. And you know, he I was surprised he did. He really did a good job.
1: Yeah, I would have to Google it to do the, all the whole thing, I, the roots and all this. But I, I, I could figure it out. Now you have to think about what you're going to do for him too. You have to surprise him in your own way, right? It goes both ways.
2: Oh, that's true. I mean, mm-hmm. he kind of needs a haircut. I, I feel like I could maybe do that. I don't know if he'd let me, but I feel like I, I might be able to do that.
1: You should offer something. I think it should never go one way. So anytime somebody does something for you super sweet, you should always think after that, mm, I'm going to get him or get her and do something even more sweet and then uh, you know, kind of compete in the romantic field.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. You have me thinking now. I'm going to have to think of something good.
1: That's good. Letitia, thank you so much for sharing that story and give him some credit on my behalf.
2: Oh, definitely. I definitely Ah. will. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Have a good night, Letitia.
2: Good night, Simon.
1: So I'm changing gears because I got a Twitter DM question from Jessica uh, who is in a situation and doesn't know how to make it evolve. So let's go to a Twitter DM next. So here's the question I received from Jessica on my Twitter DM account at Rondeville Radio. She goes, Bonjour Simon, I've been in a friends with benefits situation for a few months with a guy I really like but I want more. How do I turn it into an actual relationship? I mean, that's a great question. If you're in a friends with benefits situation and you want more with your partner, how do you move the situation to an actual relationship? I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that next. How do you get out of a friends with benefits situation to turn it into an actual relationship. So Jessica said, what can I do, Simon? I really like the guy, but I want to more than just be friends with benefits. Well, it's a simple technique that always works. You talk to him and you say, listen, I really like you. I don't know if you like me like that too. I don't want to be in a friends with benefits situation anymore. So um, unless you feel like you want to commit more and, and start to build something together, I just can't do that anymore. And you stop the Ooh, la, la. That's it. No more ooh, la, la. And if the person really feels the same than you, it's not just about the ooh, la, la. They'll be missing you. They'll be wanting you. And they'll understand it's kind of an all or nothing deal. Okay? So I know it's hard because you already had ooh, la, la, but it's your only choice. Conversation, explanation, frustration, no ooh, la, la. See what happens. Good luck to you, Jessica, and thank you for the Twitter DM. You call the next. If you have a question about your partner or about your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Stéphanie.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: So I understand you and your husband having a bit of a difficult time. Tell me what's going on. Yeah,
3: um... My husband and I were saving to buy our first house, and we have a baby on the way. It's all very exciting stuff, but um, over the past few weeks, we've both lost our jobs. We're living off the savings. We've worked really hard to build together, and he's just really angry and frustrated and pushing me away, and I'm having a lot of emotions about all of this too, but I feel like I can't be there for him and also work through my own emotions. And I I just feel alone and frustrated, and I don't know how to sort through all of this. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. Okay, so um, there is a strategy that has worked for many of us that I want to share with you, Steph. It's that when you were younger, did you write in a journal? Yes, I did. Okay. So I would like you and your husband instead of venting at each other, I would like you both write in a journal how you feel every day or every night once, whenever it's necessary. I want all the emotions, the good, the bad, and the ugly, to go first in writing. To expel from you his stress and your stress and the difficult situation you're in, I really would like you to put words into those emotions. And it's your me time. So for instance, maybe it's in the morning or it's at night one hour, half an hour, whenever you want, that journal is your best friend. That journal is your shrink. That journal is your way out. That journal is where you put all your emotions and he does the same. So you say, we're both going to have a journal and you write down everything you feel, okay? And only after both of you have written everything you wanted to say, the good and the bad, you can only share the good. But I think it's the best way to vent The best way to put our thoughts together is to do what we did when we were teenagers, write into a journal everything we feel.
3: Okay. Yeah, I can do that.
1: Do you think that would help you?
3: I do. I do. I feel like I don't have anyone to talk to about it. So, yeah, that actually sounds great.
1: But he has to do it too, Steph. It's not a one-way street. You both put the work, so when you tell him, when you really stressed out with me, write it down.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'll suggest that. Thank you so much.
1: You're most welcome. And remember, I'm here, so you can always call me back. You know where to find me. I'm always here for you.
3: Thank you, Simon.
1: All right, Stephanie. Good luck to you and have a good night.
3: Thank you. You too.
1: I'm changing gears because I received a very interesting Facebook message question from someone who needs help about how to move on when it comes to relationships. So I'm going to get to his Facebook message next. So if you have a question for me but you can't call in, just remember, always, 24-7, send me a Facebook message at the Show. So Artie goes, Bonjour Simon, I don't know if it's because I've been by myself for too long, but I can't stop thinking about this girl I work with. She consumes my thought all day long, but I know I have no shot with her, so I'm just torturing myself. How do I get her out of my head? Artie, I've been there, I've been in your shoes... And I think I have one piece of advice you're going to appreciate. So my answer is coming up next. Have you ever been in a situation where you're obsessing about somebody and you know you have no chance with this person, but for some reason it consumes your thought and you're torturing yourself all day long and you don't know what to do? How do you get that person out of your head? Well, Artie sent me that Facebook message at the rendezvous show and here is my answer for you, Artie. Basically, you have to remember, it's not about her so much. It's about the solitude. It's about the loneliness. And it's the fact that our mind plays that trick sometimes to make us obsess about object that makes us suffer to fulfill the gap, to fulfill the loneliness, to fulfill the silence. And my shrink would always say, every time you feel you're obsessing about something that you have no chance or there's no reason to obsess about, your mind and you're sort of saying, I need company. So instead of you know, obsessing about the person, go back to the root of why you're obsessing. You feel lonely, and you want a good relationship, and then you'll feel better. It works for me every single time I start to create things in my mind. I remember I do that, and I go back to normal. Uh, thank you, and you call us next. I know it's late, and it's dark out, but when it's dark, I, I look by my window because I work from home, and I see all the stars sometimes, and then I think about all the romantic stories I hear from you, I think there are those stars. It's like a little bit of light in a dark world. So let's bring more light. Call me if you have a romantic story to share, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Giselle.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. So I understand that uh, you have a romantic story you would like to share with me on the rendezvous.
0: I, I really do because I, I know it's tough times for people. I want people to have hope. I, mm-hmm. I I've only been married for about a year. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of this year, my husband had to do relocate to another state. and it's a different time zone for work. Okay. And he's been he he'll, he'll be gone for a total of six months. so it's almost over. But I just wanted to call you to tell you that ever since this whole quarantine situation, he's been so wonderful. He calls me every morning to make sure I'm up, and he's been sending me these surprises, like, One day I got flowers delivered, and then Mm -hmm. another day I got delivered like a little bakery of cookies, and he just does things like this randomly all the time. I guess maybe he misses me.
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure. And how did that make you feel?
0: Oh, I I, I definitely don't feel alone, even though I am alone. I don't feel alone because he's always with me. He's checking on me. He's doing everything he can to be with me, even though he's not with me. But he he is in my heart, of course.
1: And he is in heart and spirit. But i got to ask you, I mean, with everything he's doing for you, what are you doing for him in return?
0: Oh, well, I usually call him at nighttime. And I will send him special messages throughout the day just to let him know I'm
1: thinking of him. Nice, nice. Because it's always key, you know, I always uh, enjoy when I hear two partners doing something for each other. And not just one, small gestures, big gestures, all is an expression of I love you, I miss you, I'm thinking about you. Yes. That's what, when we're in a relationship, we want to hear, we want to feel, and we want to express. So thank you so much for sharing that story. I liked it a lot, and I wish you and your husband a very good night.
0: Thank you so much, Simon.
1: Here's a question for you to finish this show in this crazy world of ours, when it comes to virtual dating during these times, are you trying to make a real connection or are you trying to just have fun? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. So question for you, when it comes to virtual dating, which is exactly what a lot of people are doing these days since we're all at home, uh, are you trying to make a real connection or just to have fun with somebody, to be less lonely? So I posted that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, Here are the results. 61% of you said, I'm really trying to make a connection. And 39% of you said, I'm just having fun. And I understand, and both are good by the way. I think in this difficult time, the more joie de vivre, the more connection, the more excitement, the more smiling. It's like helps almost like our immune system. It's like something that like when we feel good and we have a better day because we don't feel so lonely, I, I think it helps all of us. So Uh, That's just my take. I think the universe needs all of us to connect a little more in a fun way. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for being with me and bonsoir.
3: The Rendezvous with Simon
0: Marcel.